Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, Episode 9. Holy smokes, mind blown again. This is like Tim Ferriss, Minimum Effective Dose, meets Amazon Seller Central. Guys, we are super excited today to have Troy Johnston, co-founder of Seller.Tools. He is going to be walking you through some of the really cool things that they're working on. And a lot of the stuff that they work on is... uh, in parallel or in conjunction with the stuff that we do here at Post Purchase Pro. They love the after the purchase marketing and they have a lot of really cool and um, sometimes free tools that we're going to talk to you about today. Troy, um, say hello and tell us what you've been working on over there at Seller Tools. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate you guys uh, letting me sync up with you here and talk about a lot of yeah what we're working on and uh, continuing to develop. Uh, as you mentioned, we're, we've just released a lot of brand new and free tools that help with sellers identifying where they may be missing out on uh, traffic and on revenue conversions. And uh, it shows up in a number of different ways through our Chrome extension. We also have now free f- features in our platform. And uh, by virtue of a lot of time and a lot of hard work, we are just offering more and more solutions to customers. And, you know, as, as you touched on too, post-purchase strategies is another big thing that we like to focus on because it is just really how you can add that much more value, engage with your customer, get ahead of negative reviews, support them, build loyalty, all those things that we know are immensely important, but then how do you do it? And that's really what we want to uh, help to facilitate. Well, Troy, Troy every welcome, time. <laughs> welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for the introduction for uh, Troy there, Seth. But, you know, recently when we had Troy on the phone, I was got most excited about the Chrome extension he was talking about that did a listing analysis. Now, for Amazon sellers out there who listen to this show, Troy, I mean, you're speaking their language. If you can run a Chrome extension as you're looking at if you're logged into your uh, Amazon seller account or um, does it work on the retail platform and get a a in-depth analysis, a review of your listing and how that might perform within the Amazon marketplace. To me, that's nothing short of a miracle, Troy, if you'd like. I mean, let's talk about that for a moment. Um, And then in the show notes, Troy, we'll put a link where folks uh, can get a a direct download link to your tool. But I want to talk about like the most important metric that your tool is tracking to give us that listing analysis. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is in the bucket of a free feature, something we made available to every single seller that can see when you're on Amazon, any SKU, any ACE and any product. If you want to thoroughly analyze it, we do so over a it's a thousand point score. It's this massive sort of comprehensive analysis that we do to look at a listing, look at its keyword optimization, look at its media quality, which is an very often overlooked factor when you think about how media rich Amazon's getting, how much the, the use of images, meeting style guidelines, various places on a listing can often very much overlooked. And then conversion quality. When you've earned all that traffic, how likely are you to convert it, to realize a sale, to generate more revenue? Um, those are important things, right? And then we, we make sure in each one of those three buckets, keyword and effectively optimization, media and conversion quality, we look at both the quantity side, 
which often tends to be where most listing analyzers spend their time, but also the quality side. We want quantity and quality. We want to make sure we're using as much real estate as possible, bolting, adding in those keywords and phrases where uh, they make the most sense, but making sure they're relevant too. Are we indexed for those keywords? One of the really cool features uh, of this tool, LQS, our listing quality score from seller.tools, is that you can check index in real time of your title, of your bullet points, of even A plus or EBC, where there was always that looming question of does that portion of your listing, uh, is it indexed or is it indexable uh, content? Well, we're able to check it. We can answer that question, but also tell you in real time when you click a button, you'll start to see the the that portion of your listing highlight. You'll start to see any keywords that are showing up that are not indexed that you can then be informed because that's the that's step one and then know where to act, how to further optimize and make sure you're making the most of what is your real estate on Amazon. Your listing is a customer can't interact with your product any other way. This is the first place from which they can do it. And are you putting your best foot forward? And that's really what this tool helps you to do. Holy smokes. Again, you gave me goose pimples, Troy, because <laughs> what you're talking about is light years ahead of what most folks are aware of. And when you talk about the media quality and conversion quality, here's what I know for a fact. As you know, post-purchase podcast, we are huge proponents of using post-purchase marketing to further your Amazon business. Now, one of the biggest issues that we see folks have is they have a crappy listing or a crappy product with no reviews. The conversions stink. Well, you can do all the post-purchase marketing in the world, and it's not going to convert as well as it would if you had a very high optimized listing. If you send traffic back to a crappy listing where you don't have a competitive advantage when it comes to your listing uh, SEO and, and, and all these different metrics that Troy's tool tracks, then you're doing yourself a terrible disservice. And so what I'd like to see and then what we're going to do, Seth, is we're going to use Troy's tool to analyze, especially all of our brand new launches before we send our post-purchase traffic back to the listing. I mean, if you don't get this component right, Troy, I mean, you, you don't even know you're, you're changing. You're creating your own movement here, buddy, by giving folks a real live view of all the important metrics that they may be missing out on. They're not paying attention to. It's not even on the radar, you know, and if you can increase and this is what Seth likes to talk about. If you can increase your conversion rate, just a few percentages, a few points, I mean, over the long haul, the the exponential growth that you experience by doing so is just phenomenal. It's almost absurd uh, what can be accomplished by having a highly optimized listing. So thank you so much yeah. for making this tool available. And uh, with that, Seth, I'll let you get a word in because I know you're jumping out of your seat there, buddy. <laughs> Troy, when you and I spoke about this before, that's what got me so excited is because you can literally take your guys' free tool and analyze not only your own listings, which you should, just as you said, Sean, you should use a, whatever resources you have to make sure that you're set up for the highest amount of success you possibly can have. And, and if you can run the tool on your own listing to see where you're missing the boat, that's a really, really good start. But also when you're researching markets to go into as far as launching a new product, you can analyze your competitors in that market, see what they're doing right, see what they're doing wrong and fill in the gaps. So there, you can use it both ways. You took the words right out of my mouth. That was my next point. <laughs> I wanted to do that. Sean, you took, you took the word out of my mouth. <laughs> competitive analysis. Two, I love it. Those are two important points is understanding that even incremental impact, that few percentage points at scale 
is a massive impact, can be a massive impact to your bottom line, but then also the competitor or new uh, product opportunity insights. When we talk with bigger, you know, big brands or even aggregators, we try to get this in front of them because we know, you know, obviously we want to, we want them to see if the, the power and potential of what we do at Solar Tools, and this is a great way in. But then also when they're analyzing a potential acquisition, well, is that brand putting its best foot forward? Is there more juice to squeeze out of it? And that's that's where we want to fit in for that type of solution for that type of, of client and user. But it, it addresses that need of truly where's the opportunity out there? Where's the missed opportunity out there? And what specifically can we do to kind of impact that equation? Well, in the old days, Troy, we called it dumpster diving. And then we started calling it industrial espionage. But now we just call it competitive analysis. And, you know, like like you said, if you can see where a competitor stands in any given market or more importantly, where they're beating you, where they have a competitive advantage, if you're selling in the same uh, market, the same niche or the same product, then that gives you such a such an advantage over uh, recreating the listing to compete with them or even relaunching the listing or, quote unquote, knocking off your own product. Um, I mean, this uh, this is a game changer, Troy. You already know that. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the importance of creating uh, a customer list, a, a list that you can re-engage the customer. Because having a listing, obviously, that's without a listing, you don't even have a dog in the fight. But once you have an optimized listing that's competing successfully in any given market or category on Amazon, what we like to do is create an asset called a customer list to send traffic back to the listing so that we can generate more sales. And at the end of the day, Troy, you already know this, those sales are more profitable because the cost of acquiring that new customer in your sales funnel has already been absorbed by the initial order. Yeah, absolutely. It's so true. And it's it's honestly, in, in some cases, a bit of a foreign concept of thinking about your customer LTV or lifetime value is that we have grown accustomed uh, and we can fall prey to as Amazon sellers of just just transacting, just going through the motions, listings there. You know, maybe you're running some PPC. You've got your billboards on Amazon. You're maybe organically ranking, but that continuity is where you actually get true ROI on Amazon, where you know that customer, you interact with them, you support them, you engage them, and that way, the, those those loyalty programs, those offers, those promotions are really seamless. And that's always a litmus test for me in terms of, you know, brands that really can really can really thrive in their respective categories is can you reliably rank? And usually the answer to that question is contingent upon, do you have a customer list you can easily engage? It's like those two things fit together. And so if the top of the mountain is organic rank on Amazon, you're, you're winning on the largest commerce platform to ever exist. We know that the customer list, the customer engagement, it's way, way, way up that that mountain right alongside it, where it's it's almost an essential piece. It's sort of like the the feature to get to that benefit, right? Yeah, exactly, Troy. So you uh, don't know this, but every single week almost, uh, when we uh, issue a new podcast here at Post Purchase Pro, we are always talking about what you just said. We're talking about re-engaging that customer. And one of the ways that, or actually, you know, the biggest way that, um, you know, we propose that sellers do this is by using an insert that provides value. And I know you guys are huge um, advocates for inserts and uh, things like that. Why don't you touch a little bit on, you know, the value of having an insert 
in your Amazon product, but not only that, but re-engaging that customer after they purchased purchased from you. Yeah, absolutely. I think when you use the word value, that's really the the thing that has to stand out. I think for mm-hmm. uh, sellers and brands using inserts is that we know how effective post purchase strategies are because it it again it it takes us from if you're running PPC and you're just transacting you're, and and we never see hear from that customer again, they're nameless, faceless, the, the, the relationship ends there. If we can have an insert that really clarifies the value we want to deliver immediately in that buying experience, we go from zero to 100 and we really figure out what value makes sense. So we know, um, we understand our customer, we understand our product, we understand what type of buying experience or how we can elevate that buying experience. Is that getting in front of any um, negative feedback is FAQs. Hey, this is a really great way of making sure you know how to optimally use a product. Is it a product warranty? So it gives them more confidence, a greater assurance of the quality and the continuity in their relationship with your product. Is it a free gift? Is it a sample? Is it some way of saying, hey, this is coming out in the future. We'd love for you to try it. Or let's say an accessory. And again, these are all just different ways of ultimately arriving at value. And so if we can deliver that, that opens the door to capture and the spirit of reciprocity and some of the psych- buying psychology with that, we can capture phone numbers. We can capture, we can capture emails and we can then decide now that we have furthered the, the, the value in that equation, what we want to, or what we can do next with that customer to really, uh, to really support them. We want this to be an absolutely mutually beneficial thriving relationship because we know, again, the, hap- the, the, the raving fans are the ones that leave you massively detailed reviews with pictures. They leave videos. Those live on your listings forever. And that's really where you just think, oh, well, let me just deliver a better experience that's value-driven, that makes sure that I'm not doing a cold ask for relevant customer information to ensure that, sure, ensure that continuity, but I'm making it very um, supportive. And I'm making sure that the value is taking place at the same time. And of course, you know, there's ways that we tie in review requests with that and, and think about that. But when we lead with value, we open a much bigger door to be able to support that customer in that moment, but then expect to engage with them two weeks, a month, three months down the road because we've over-delivered. Troy, it's amazing. Every single time I talk to you, it's like you are, you're inside of my mind. We're, go, we're tracking. I mean, parallel. <laughs> Everything that you're saying is something that I'm preaching from the podium every single week. And what drives me insane, Troy, is when, when we see uh, Amazon sellers just kind of following the crowd, they, they order a product on Amazon, they get a, an atrocious, horrible looking insert asking for a review for a free product. And then they wonder why they hear all these war stories in Facebook groups about accounts being shut down. We've always came from a position of value. For us, the insert is not about you, the seller. The insert is about enhancing the experience that the end user has with the product by providing more ongoing value. Amazon doesn't see this as a threat. Amazon sees this as excellent customer service and they give you more non-quantifiable, but more Amazon love or Amazon ranking juice. And we've seen it over and over again. I'm so like this entire conversation was not scripted. Like I literally have no notes. Normally when we do a podcast, I at least have some talking points. But what you're saying is echoing the entire mantra behind post versus marketing. So if I'm if I'm a customer or I'm a seller rather and, and I download your Chrome extension, let's talk about the conversion 
conversion quality that we talked about in some of the metrics that you track. How mm -hmm. do I know if I'm stacking up? What would be like the benchmark average conversion quality rating on a listing across the board from the millions of people or, well, millions of sellers, but let's say the tens of thousands who have taken some of the main seller courses, you know, started from zero, launched their business. I'm, I'm like 50,000 other people who's taken the same course. So we're all doing it exactly the same way. How do I set myself apart? How do I know if I look at my conversion rating that I'm ahead of most of the other sellers out there who are what we'll call average? Yeah, absolutely. And that tends to be what you see, honestly, when you run. And I, I'm guilty of this too. When I had to run it on my own listings, I kind of had to look in the mirror and say, okay, I've got to run things a little bit more optimally. I know what levers I can pull. You know, am I running a, a regular promotion cycle? Am I utilizing a sales price? Am I optimized for, let's say, things like questions on your list? And this is kind of an overlooked piece of the equation where if we look at the quantity, we can also, again, think about the quality. Are we starting to welcome questions that are including highly re relevant keywords and phrases. That's a really often overlooked optimization step. And then we also think about reviews. We know that that is the social proof on Amazon, right? We know in that same way, there's the relationship of, we want a, a, a quantity that in ensures a customer maybe doesn't feel like they're a, a, an early adopter. They're coming along and seeing, hey, other customers have had a great experience. I have greater assurance. I'm ready to vote with my dollars. And so they see that checked off. But as we know, if we drop from five to four and a half to the dreaded four stars, even that can be 15, 20% difference in some of the traffic that we can realize, which obviously then impacts uh, adversely our conversions. And so it really allows you to sort of look at what you can impact, where your focus can be. And some of them are, are a little bit more practical, things like using coupons or making sure you're running a promotion um, as an example. But then others are, how do your positive and critical reviews look? When somebody really analyzes, when you're welcoming these page interactions, which we know can positively impact rank, what is a customer seeing? Are they seeing a top critical review that's a, a one star? Well, that's not really optimal. That's that's somebody saying I've had a really bad experience and let me be in more of a prime spot, a more heavily weighted spot on your listing. And then the images and video, we touched on that briefly, but that's another key area as your listing gets to be more media rich, um, as Amazon sort of moves to uh, what I like to say, almost like a social platform. They want people spending more time there watching uh, you know, posts and lives and, and really uh, spending that valuable time. Well, if your listing can match that media rich aspect, but do so with people saying absolutely exceptional things, man, that's really a valuable use of your time of focusing and making sure that's delivering and living on your listing as people scroll down and see people having really great things to see about your say about your product and brand. Perfect. Troy, um, we love to give actionable content. So I'm going to ask you because I know you're exposed to so much data. You're exposed to so many sellers trying things and you're a seller yourself. So you've seen it yourself. So Troy, what would be the top two or three things that you would say, um, you know, on average that a, a seller could work on to improve their conversion or improve their sales or ranking? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, man. I, I feel like with everything we've touched on, I think looking at your lowest of low hanging fruit and, you know, from a strategy perspective for us as a SaaS and how we want to welcome more, more customers ourselves, we thought, what's a really steep way of saying, okay, here's a ton of value from us. 
and we hope you'll check out some of our other solutions. Running in LQS is is truly essential. So I think that has to be that has to be the starting place. Um, one of the maybe overlooked aspects of once you welcome these reviews, let's say you're truly optimized and you're starting to scale up your reviews, is you also have the ability through the Chrome extension to uh, to download your reviews and look at, let's say, uh, and analyze your more critical reviews. Is there nuggets of insight there? Is there feedback that you should be receiving and acting on that can be the tweaks Maybe even small things, maybe big. Again, this informs what how a customer uh, is experiencing uh, your product. Is there insights there that you can implement and make a difference? Move that needle um, based on the feedback that you get on your listing. So, and again, we have we have a few other features that are um, uh, that are part of the Chrome extension. I really like for sellers to run um, tapping into, let's say, some of the brand analytics data. Uh, looking at uh, how we use that to inform things like um, purchase rate. So we aim to do that at the keyword level so you can estimate uh, conversion percentage at the keyword level. It's a really slick, very cool estimated metric, but it sort of lets you know and benchmark some of that data to where a lot of this, like I said, lets you know what you can do to optimize. And then over time, when you're in that maintenance and ongoing optimization mode, how are things going? Am I performing well against that benchmark or is there this disparity where my competitors are really thriving and I may be slowly on a downward uh, downward trend? Holy cow. Mind blown again, of course. This is like Tim Ferriss, minimum effective dose meets Amazon Seller Central. This is crazy. So there are just a few little levers that you can pull or buttons that you can push to make a dramatic difference in the way your listing converts over your competitors. You heard it from Troy Johnston right here, and this is going to change the way our audience approaches building out and optimizing their listings for sure. Uh, don't don't forget, folks, check out the show notes. We're going to have a direct link to Troy's free Chrome extension download. Um, Seth, again, you took the words out of my mouth, so I'll just ask Troy before he gets out of here, um, since we have another uh, Amazon seller on here. What is, if you look back in the last 180 days outside of your tools, Troy, look back the last six months and tell me what is the one thing that's had the the, the biggest impact on the bottom line for your personal Amazon business? That one thing, that minimum effective dose. What's the one thing that you were exposed to, implemented, the strategy that you used that had the biggest impact on the profitability of your business in the last six months. And then we'll try to wrap it. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say right now in, in terms of today's uh, let's say challenges and opportunities for sellers, it actually is on the inventory side. It was systematizing things in such a way where I can focus on what we talked about today, because without the products in an, a fulfillment center being ready to be shipped to a customer, um, we, we don't really thrive as a physical product business without solving that piece of the equation. And so it was really evaluating those systems to make sure, okay, once that's buttoned up, 3PL is a backup. We have you know scripts running where inventory drops under a threshold. We send that out. So we have all of these things in place to where it allows us to then focus on, okay, great. We've sort of built this great foundation. What's our, what's our mechanism to kind of cut through? What's our advantage to where we do something different. And I think, Sean, you touched on this briefly, is that a lot of sellers can fall prey to maybe doing a lot of the same things as everyone else and leaving that success to chance. And it's really getting that 
those fundamentals right, dialing in those systems, processes, creating more predictability in your business to where then when you pivot and look at some of the stuff that we're talking about, I mean, owning your customer, truly optimizing your listing, that's really where you start to play a whole different game from everyone else. Definitely, Troy. <laughs> Troy, um, we got to get out of here, but man, it's been fun to hang out with you for the last 20 minutes or so. Um, you always bring a ton of value and we love talking to you because it's like uh, Sean said earlier, you're always in our head. You, you, uh, it seems like we all think the same way, provide value to the customer, follow up with them, do the extra little thing that other sellers aren't doing. So we'd love to have you, Troy. We'd love to have you back in the future. Troy Johnson from Seller.Tools. Sean, why don't you take us out of here? Yeah, uh, and before I do, Troy, uh, give people an easy way to engage with you. Um, do you guys have a Facebook page or social media or something you want to share? Absolutely. Yeah. So we have a Facebook group. It's called FBA Kings. So feel free to uh, join us and take part in the conversation there. And uh, yeah, seller.tools is the site. That's the domain and URL. And again, we've got so much free stuff that you can tap into with the Chrome extension. We actually just released a free plan, kind of an always free plan where you can try out pretty much all of the other features to see, hey, is this going to give me an advantage? And um, that's really the spirit of what we want to do. We want to give you a chance to try things out, see if it will make a difference. And we want to do our part to uh, ensure it does. Brilliant, Troy. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us today, my friend, and uh, looking forward to another one in the very near future. Appreciate you. That sounds great. Thank you both. Appreciate it.